Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises, we dissect a wild weekend from Kentucky, including a very exciting green-white checker finish, another dominating performance by Cole Custer that led five cars on the lead lap, and a fight night in the trucks. We also talk about IndyCar Toronto, Robert Wicken's return, and the Formula One Minute. We also dissect a couple of weird dreams Anthony's been having that have been NASCAR-related, as well as giving a weekend preview for New Hampshire. It's a fun episode. Make sure to follow us for more updates on uh, future episodes at Left Turn, or I'm sorry, at LTLN Podcast on Twitter and the same handle on Instagram. But yeah, enjoy the show. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises, episode 25. We are on our 25th episode. Let's get it. Today is Wednesday, July 17th. We had a big weekend of racing. We had some crazy nonsense going on in the trucks, a couple fights, a hat flip heard around the world, and, you know, a surprise winner on fuel mileage. Surprise, surprise. Uh, we had some great racing in Cup and Xfinity too, but before we get to all that, let me introduce my guest. What's up? Uh, what's up, Kevin? Ah, you're now doing great. Have a little bit of a cold, but we're we're fighting through, just like Kurt Busch on that overtime restart. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad that you're here. You know, um, Alex cannot be here this week. Uh, Alex is still in the middle of moving. Uh, I know a lot of you guys. Uh, Alex gave us a little shout out. I went on Reddit and I saw our name pop up. I was actually kind of surprised and. I was like hoping that maybe like Alex would be able to make it this week. And unfortunately Alex is, uh, is just busy with being an actual adult. Whereas uh, we don't have responsibilities like him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, he always tells me happy, happy wife, happy life. So as long as he's keeping his wife happy, I'll always keep him on the podcast. Uh, my name is Anthony Dietrich, by the way. Uh, I forgot to introduce myself. <laughs> I'm your host. The mastermind so, behind the whole operation. I, I am the I am the brains behind this operation. You know, once we storm Area 51 together, I'll be the brains behind that too. Yeah, get, um, your, uh, get your plane tickets now for Las Vegas. Yeah, series. plane tickets for September 18th. We're gonna go get wacky in Vegas, and then we're gonna go straight to Area 51 on Kurt Busch's car. <laughs> um, me and the boys. <laughs> me, me and the boys riding into Area 51. Let's get it. 
So let's go ahead and actually get it, though. First things first, it's always great to see Matt McCall on television. That was him and Kurt Busch celebrating victory lane might be my oh, favorite yeah. celebration. Like, move over Alex Bowman. That was awesome to see Kurt Busch just like he was right. That was freaking awesome. <laughs> the only bad thing about that interview was that he kind of called Jamie Matt and I felt bad. Jamie Mack did his best. He really did, but he's so crazy. He didn't necessarily <laughs> throw him under the bus. Like, he just kind of casually dragged him there very slowly. He's like, we finally got a win, man, in this thing. I'm like, oh, poor Jamie, baby. Oh, poor man, poor Jamie. It's just like, hey, you know, Jamie was probably watching that race. Like, God damn it, that could have been me. Yeah. Probably wouldn't have been, but... <laughs> That's part of it. I mean, crazy GR finally get back to victory really. So first, what one car win since the All-Star race in 2014? And yeah, I was going to say, that's the first time the Talladega. one car has won a non-restrictor plate, non-Indianapolis race in, in, a, in a while. I, was it 2014? I thought it was 2010 that he won the All-Star race. That was when he won the 500. Yeah, that's right. He did win the... Okay. Yeah. He's won at Charlotte a few times. So Jamie at least had that track down. So Yeah, Jamie I'll, I'll was like... I'll, I'll still never forget that first win. That was The epitome of the big race winner, and that was about it. <laughs> Yeah, you weren't watching NASCAR yet, but I, I, that was my first full season in 2002, and uh, just watching that Jamie Mack race was unreal. I, okay. I'll never forget that. Just Bobby Labonte hunting him, hunting him, and just Benny Parsons rooting him on. That was awesome, but we're getting a little off topic there. <laughs> I mean, so, oh no, what I was saying was like, you know, I was definitely rooting on Kurt Busch near the end, and honestly, it was, it was getting, like, he needed the win it wasn't getting dire for him, but he didn't like, he didn't desperately need to win there, but the playoff points are so important now. And I don't think this is the last of like Kurt Busch's opportunities to steal a win away. If you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think he, what? I don't think he stole it per se. Cause he had a super fast car all race. Like before. Oh, well, um, yeah. He, that magic in overtime, he won stage one and he was right there. He was a top car that had four tires. Um, that wasn't necessarily a great call. Assuming mm-hmm. it was going green because Logano would have had the win, but yeah, the oh, four absolutely. tires mattered for sure at the end. Plus, he had Larson, mm-hmm. his teammate, pushing him, so that was just a perfect storm for that team. Yeah, Rick Allen called that one like perfectly, just saying, "Watch Kurt Busch and mm-hmm. on the uh, high side." It was either him or Dale Jr. that was like clamoring for that. It was a great call, you know. Kurt had the advantage. He was in the catbird seat, and and they were right. Uh, I believe it was uh, yeah. Logano lined up on the outside, and Logano went down to block, and that was pretty much all Kurt Busch needed. A second I saw Logano go down there, it was Logano that went down, right? Two yellow cars confuse me. <laughs> yes. Yes. So yeah, as soon split, as Logano, I, Logano in the middle, I just watched. I just rewatched the Xfinity race, so I got all those. I got the yellow car Brandon Jones stuck in my head. Um, but the second that Logano goes down, like I just look at Kurt Busch, I'm like, oh shit, this man has a chance. Yeah. Like, oh man, and and I get it. Like, yeah, NASCAR obviously benefited from having a good finish that made the race much better. But that was still an incredible battle between Kurt Busch and Logano, or Kyle Busch and Logano. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, people were like, like, this race was only good because of the finish. I'm like, did y'all not see like all the strategy in that? Yeah, awesome clearly, battle? they just tuned in for the last five laps. I guess even then, it's still a bad race. I don't know how they. Oh yeah, no, a bad, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. That was Easily. that was awesome watching Logano and Kurt, but Bush. Kyle Busch. God damn it, <laughs> going at it and. 
they it was it was a lot of fun. I honestly thought they were going to wreck each other at one point. And you know, shouts out Kyle Bush for not losing his temper and keeping his cool and not wrecking anyone because I swear he was going to wreck Logano when they were battling. Logano pushed him well, well out of the, out of his racing line, and it was the same move that uh, Spencer Davis made on Decker, and and they both wrecked. So I was very very surprised to see that work out. Well, actually, I shouldn't like, be surprised. They're two NASCAR champions. They they know what they're doing. Kyle literally turned right going into turn one a little bit because he had to avoid yeah. Logano coming back up. And I was like, honestly, that's a really good callback to uh, Chicago because mm-hmm. they got into it there where Logano was on the inside. And oh, yeah. because good. Bush rubbed them uh, or held him down there, he got a flat tire. So Bush good memory. at least saved yeah. him. Uh, a second place with that, and then he ended up actually finishing second later on and had a better chance I, for the win. Yeah, I love the Logano Bush rivalry that's happening right now. It is it is very fun to see these two guys because they're the two best right now. As like yeah, yeah. two of the best right now. I mean, obviously you got like Truex. Eventually Harvick will 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 bring himself back to glory, but you got like two of the best champions in NASCAR just battling toe to toe like this. It doesn't get much better than that. And for anyone who's not enjoying that, I mean, what what are you watching NASCAR for? Are you yeah. just waiting for these upsets? Because I, I mean, we've seen them, but at this rate, you're not going to see it every week. Like, we're I I love having these battles between Logano and Bush. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's really, again, like we, it, we've seen a lot of great battling between Logano and Bush lately, but then the winners haven't been Logano or Bush. Yeah, well, eventually they'll start going on a tear, and it gets me worried for the playoffs if that's what we're going to be getting. I mean, hey, if we get a 2011 battle where they're winning like eight of the ten races, I'm, I'm here for it. Or That'd be sick. That would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, they're like I could see Logano and Bush absolutely just getting into it at Homestead. It would be wonderful. Oh, you my know, God. I mean, it happened last year, so we'll, you know, hopefully we'll see it again this year. Maybe we'll yeah. have Truex just pretending that the war is over. Yeah. <laughs> um. But going going on from that, uh, you know, shouts out to shouts out Kurt, shouts out Matt McCall, shouts out uh, CGR. So now we definitely know that uh, Kurt Busch is the number one guy there at CGR this year. I think we can officially say that. Yeah, I mean, Larson. Or are you has, are you not ready to say it? No, Larson. I, I agree. Larson has been running better, but uh, I mean, Kurt Busch is the one with the he win. Finished higher fourth. In that's, a, that's a damn good finish for Kyle. Yeah, Larson, Larson's so. been running a lot better lately. Um, after he we haven't that, talked like, about your boy yet. Oh, yeah, so we'll give a, a massive shout-out to Smoke 2.0, Eric Jones, with another solid yeah. run in the summer months. So during the race, I was busy on Saturday night, and I ended up coming home late, so I recorded the race, and I was watching on delay, and Kevin texts me uh, somewhere about an hour and a half, two hours into it. It's like, uh, here comes Eric Jones, or like the Eric Jones uh, Summer Revenge Tour, some shit's going on. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, I literally just i am on lap 15 right now. <laughs> so yeah so i thought that eric jones was running away with this with the race and i was like okay well i can live with that because i i really want to see eric jones succeed but a third place finish and the fact that he was there in third place uh through everything that he went through in that race to come back get some stage points in stage two and finish the race in third i honestly was thinking he could have made a run there at the end on those last two laps but i feel like the way that Kyle and Kurt racing each other, he probably thought these boys are going to wreck each other. Yeah, if he would have gone three wide into three with them, there's no way that all, oh, of them all three made of them it wreck. out. All, that's the same thing that happened with two to go with Logano. Logano, Bush, and Bush are 
are three wide and Logano backs out of it. Logano ends up finishing seventh in this race and probably had the best car. Definitely had the best car. So yeah. that, I mean, you know, he was the only Logano and Bush or Kyle were making like insane moves, but Logano's moves once again show why he's a champion. Like he was just, and I don't, I'm, I know it sounds like I'm just like, you know, just stroking Logano here. <laughs> I don't like Joey Logano. He's my least favorite driver in NASCAR. And I was just dumbfounded by the moves he was making. I was very impressed. So sucks, man. You back out, you back out of going in in three, you're going to end up in seventh. That's Clint Boyer. What happens about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shouts out Chris Busher, by the way, top 10. Yeah. I think just, that's the fourth of the season. Silently in top 10. Yeah. Just, I, I believe you're right. Let me check that real quick. Paul Menard finished 11th. I love Paul Menard's car. That looked very that was a nice. nice car. And I will that shout was out to, I guess, Chevy as a whole, because three weeks ago at this time, they had two drivers who had won in the Camaro before, and that was Austin mm-hmm. Dillon and Chase Elliott, and now they have five drivers. So they've had more in the last three weeks than they had in the first basically year and a half. I don't remember the last time Chevy has won three races in a row, but... Uh... You know, oh my god! Twenty. Goodness. Someone posted on Reddit. It was twenty fifteen, the round of <laughs> eight, because it was so long ago. It was. It was Gordon uh, Johnson mm-hmm. and Erna Hart. So that, yes, and that ended up being two out of three of their last career wins. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Which wacky round of eight there? It's a very wacky round of eight. Oh, yeah. Ricky got so I thought Ricky had a very fast car. He finished in twelfth. Um, just he did have a good car. Yeah, honestly, good good weekend for Roush. My buddy who works for Roush uh, sent me a Snapchat. He they got a little bit of a driver bonus, driver finish bonus, and he uh, did something nice to his Mustang. He put some lights in it. Looks really, That's looks awesome. really cool. But I mean, yeah, when two of your drivers finish top twelve and you guys have been like you know performing a little bit better than usual like I, I i can see that it was a very very solid top 10 i mean denny hamlin surprise surprise gets a penalty on pit road and drives to finish in pit that's the most denny hamlin story of the last five years just denny i'm hamlin gets penalized hamlin he is, needs to get penalized <laughs> he's having probably his best season since mm-hmm. 2000 what 14 when he made i would say yeah i think he had like, like five wins like in year. terms of raw speed but he is like his he's not i don't even think he's gonna make the final four just because we have so many penalties happen oh well yeah denny hamlin cannot be having penalties like that in the playoffs it's better that they just do it all now but i mean then again he is denny hamlin proves he can bounce back and pretty much win these races like denny was right there in position again he's got Eight top fives this year. To put that in perspective, actually, 2014 was not a very good season for me. We only had seven top fives. So well, I made five. Get out of here. That's what I was okay, okay, I see what you mean there. Yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, as far as wins go, like he's got two wins this season. He's got 11 top tens. He's looking good. Um, I'd like to see him lead more laps, though. I'd absolutely like to see him have more opportunity to lead some laps. So, but other than that, I mean, yeah, he can't, yeah, can't he really blink. He's fifth in points right now. <laughs> Jimmy One Johnson. Daytona 500. Jimmy Johnson posted something on uh, Twitter yesterday. It was straight oh, yeah, out from Radioactive. Oh, yeah, you know, it was yeah. a nice, friendly thing. And Denny Hamlin wrote back a friendly comment. You know, they're buddies, and everyone's like, oh, Denny's, my God, Ryan Denny's great on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I personally think Denny's funny on Twitter, so that's just me. He's not one of my favorite drivers, per se, but I don't really have anything against him besides what he did at Martinsville in 2017. Well, yeah, that made me be less of a fan because, like, in 2005, I decided to start, like, following Denny, and 
2006, he became my driver. Ward Burton had retired pretty much or was at the point in his career where he did, was just no more wins. So at that point, I was like, okay, I probably need a new driver. Denny Hamlin's a really cool guy, and he won the Bud Shootout, and I was like, all right, this is my guy. And ever since then, I've been the following Denny. Nice, Grace. I ever do. Oh, you went to that Bud Shootout? That's yeah, it was a good one to go to. 2007. I know I went to 2000, but I'm pretty sure I went to 2006 as well. I don't think I've ever been to a Bud Shootout. Um, would be fun, honestly. Well, maybe not anymore, but... Maybe not anymore. It was fun when they had the Arca. Um, basically, it was just the Bobby... And then... <laughs> like, I saw like 12. Um, oh, you saw one of Bobby Gearhart's like 50 wins a Daytona? Nice. I think 2012 was somewhere. Literally every round, I guess, coming out of four, he just snaked through in one. And then <laughs> there was also the night that Gordon Cliff and Kyle Busch and Tony had that photo finish. Mm-hmm. That's such a great. Oh operation. yeah, that yeah. Kyle Busch had the had like probably the best save I've ever seen at Daytona. He was just straight up on the apron and on the track at the same time. And then Jeff Gordon's like, "Hey, check this." Speed weeks is ever going to be tough. Like looking back. No, that was awesome. That was honestly a really awesome year because those uh those those duels were insane that year, if I recall correctly. I mean, how many times and you have a bud shootout like that in the same probably never few weeks. Where John King <laughs> in the race while Jolly Coulter flies into the catch fence. James Busher wins from 11th place on the last lap, and then one couple of Montoya ignites tracks on fire. You're just not yeah, gonna, that's true. You're not gonna get just it. when we just when we thought Speed Weeks would, would was over with a rain rained out Daytona 500 and having to wait 36 hours for the start, Juan Pablo Montoya literally just blows up the track. Just said, "Y'all want lights? <laughs> I'm gonna give you some fucking light." <laughs> oh my god! It was, uh, yeah, that, I honestly will probably never get a speed. Then again, next year we have no idea what could happen. This Daytona package is wacky. So oh, it's gonna, yeah, that's fun. Oh man. Watching so, I guess, baseball right now in the background, Christian Yelich just hit like an unreal home run. God bless. <laughs> I love that man. So going back right. to the cup results, really expected more out of Martin Truex Jr. He was like nowhere to be found that entire he race. He just didn't have speed. I don't think that car. Ha- I mean, Benedetto finished higher than him. Yeah, he was. Uh, was he the lowest finishing Toyota or- uh, of the competitive ones? I don't say of the. He, but De- De- yes. Benedetto finished higher than him. Yeah. Like there's five competitive Toyotas, I'd say. Yeah, there wasn't. Yeah, the sixth the one wasn't there this week. The '96. There was only 36 cars this week. That was the weird. Usually, was to be found. usually the races with like a lower on cars, like 36, aren't the best races. But like, damn man, that was Kentucky. Easily the best Kentucky race. I don't think anyone's. Yeah, that, that was that was the most memorable Kentucky race. And and you know they they mentioned it during the race. Like Martin Truex Jr. had won every single stage there. I think we know the recipe for a good race. Don't let Martin Truex Jr. lead any laps. Yeah. Simple as that. And another thing about laps led, there were four different drivers. You mentioned this to me earlier. Four different drivers led, excuse me, led laps during, or led over 40 laps in that race. Suarez, both Bush brothers, and Boyer. Boyer. And honestly, Boyer and Suarez probably would have finished higher had their strategy not been so just off with everyone else's. Yeah, I felt like, especially Suarez's crew chief, screwed him out of a 
maybe not a Suarez is going to get Suarez is getting his confidence up. I'm I'm telling you, man, Suarez is eventually yeah. going to win a race. Maybe not he a better finish so but fast. Suarez could definitely get more stage points and that's crucial. Suarez needed he, yeah, Suarez needed that. Like four points out of the playoff. They're three or four points out, I can tell yeah. you in a minute. Um all right. Uh I mean, I'll give that race a 7.5. That was honestly a pretty solid race. Maybe a 7.9. I'll get it. An 8.5. An 8.5. Nice. Eight five. Wow. Yeah. Gluck pole, I think it got an 82%. That's about right. So, yeah, seems about right. Most most people who vote on the Gluck pole don't really take into accordance anything that happens. So, you know, for them to give it an 82%, that's unreal. Yeah, a race where Kyle gets the top five. And that high yeah. percentage, you know, it's a good race. <laughs> Really unfortunate that I picked Kyle Busch to win the race, and twice I watched him get past, and I had yeah. no problem with it. I was just like, yeah, you know what? This yeah, has been very right. fun. It's okay. I'll, I'll eventually I, start picking these. Did I, I pick, think you did pick Kurt Busch. I want to say I uh, picked Kurt as a sleeper. Or, yeah, your sleeper. I think you did. I can find uh, the paper right now. So I picked but, uh, moving was on. favorite, and yeah. his motor uh, was like, meh. No. Yeah, Keselowski is starting to really sputter a lot yeah. in the in these summer months. It's not looking good for him. He really needs the chase to start soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to move on to Xfinity? I would love to. All right, so Cole Custer, what a five wins on the season. Are you kidding me right now? Hey, that's one for every driver that finished on the lap in that race. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, man, just another disappointing uh, – well, not disappointing, but just another – Another weekend where no, you did not pick Kyle Busch. You picked Blaney as your sleeper. Ah, dang it! But ah. you did pick Chris Busher as your dark horse. Okay, I picked Stenhouse. So our dark horses did really well. I'm good with that. Yeah, that's actually very rare that both dark shout horses out. do that shout well. Out. So, dude, hell yeah, we might be on. We might be on to something. Actually, well, all my all my drivers finished in the top twelve. I picked Bush, Larson, Stenhouse, and you picked Busher, Blaney, Keselowski. So my dark horse. Sweet. <laughs> your your dark horse did the best out of all of them, man. Thanks. Yeah, hate to see it. And Blaney really needs to get uh get going right now. He had momentum going in or um after Sonoma and Chicago, and I feel like I mean by get going, I mean Blaney needs a win. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Blaney after, needs a win I feel like at some the point. best track for him, and we'll get to that later. But uh Yeah, we'll get to our, our New Hampshire picks. So yeah. but yeah, Chris um Chris Busher, Cole Custer just only five cars on the lead lap. What a, what another snoozer. Yeah, big three finished top three, so it's not like you can say you didn't expect to see that coming. Um. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's they're the three best drivers. Surprise, surprise. I, I think it's just funny because it's like I feel like J- John Hunter Nemechek coming in this year was like, this is my year. This is the year I break out. And everyone's like, yo, just get out of here. Yeah. Tyler Reddick's like, yo, I'm the best Chevy driver. Yeah. Dude, Tyler Reddick had such a bad, like, ill-handling car that first stage, and for him to finish in third really is just a, a testament to how good he is. Or maybe just a testament how bad everyone else is. I don't know. The top four are actually the only four Xfinity drivers who have a win this year. Because Mike Lynette. Mike Lynette, how about that? <laughs> Mike Lynette in fourth place. No, he showed speed. He had a really fast car in qualifying, so I was actually, like, I was rooting for him. He got, you know, top fives are good for that guy. I don't and... trust him enough to pull a Tyler Reddick from last year to where you win the first mm-hmm. race and the last race for the championship, but hey, if he gets there, you never know. He's yeah. the only one I feel like doesn't run super good against the wall, so maybe if the wall decides to eat people, then oh, I'll have the only clean car and win it. Oh, perfect. Bristol's coming up, so 
Oh yeah. We'll see what... Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Michael Annette, surprise winner at Bristol. Who who knew? <laughs> um, damn, only four cars led more than ten laps, and one of them was Brandon, our boy Brandon Jones, and unfortunately, oh, an engine. Yeah, Brandon Jones led twelve laps. He had a fast car um in stage two. He looked really good. I was really hoping that Brandon Jones would have actually been able to hold on and like, you know, maybe get a solid top five or surprise everyone with a win, but no, he's, no, sir. He's so lucky that there's literally only twelve competitive cars. <laughs> Brandon Jones would not. And he just has. He's, he just he's more lucky that game. Ross Chastain was like, "All right, peace. I'm going to trucks." For real, like, Chastain if... would be in the chase right now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like. There's really nothing to talk about with it. Like, I'm just waiting desperately for the Xfinity playoffs because I know the playoffs are going to be so good for Xfinity this year. Like, even if you know who the big three is, there's going to be other drivers within that top twelve just beating and banging to get into the next. Yes, or I'm sorry, top twelve, um, beating Bang to get into that uh, next round. That's gonna be all, a lot all it of takes fun. is um, in that final round um, to the first two races to go to like let's say Allgaier and uh, maybe Briscoe or something like that, and then one of the big threes out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, I mean, I'm really hoping for a good. Um, for a good playoffs, but honestly, Xfinity at this rate is just like the big three and waiting for the playoff start. So, yeah. Um, but we do have some road courses coming up, so you never know. That's right, Cendric, uh, his powerhouse. All guy mm-hmm. too, to be honest. Mm-hmm. No, I was gonna say all guy is really good. Um, probably what he's been circling on his calendar, considering that car hasn't shown as much speed as it has in years past. Yeah. So, I mean, I love the road course in general. I think they go to Road America in two weeks. If I recall correctly, that's him. looking right now. So we have obviously um, New Hampshire this week, and mm-hmm. then we go to Iowa. Go to no, they go to Iowa instead. Okay. Then Watkins Glen, then Mid Ohio. So two road courses in a row, three good races in a row, right there. Four, because then Bristol's right after that. Oh yeah. Then Road America's right after that. Then Darlington. Damn! Dude, All that, right, that's a great goal. That's a great right stretch. There. So, like, with the Xfinity is just kind of like, oh, well, it's the Cole Custer Reddick Bell Show. It's like, well, we're about to see some crazy shit going in the playoffs. So yeah. I'm ready for that. Good. Yeah, then perfect. I, I all right, and that's all we have to say about Xfinity. So let's move on to the shit show that was the truck race. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I'll preface it by saying I was not able to watch trucks live, but I followed it right, as soon as I got home. But on Twitter and like just scrolling through the tweets, I just kept laughing because mm-hmm. there was so much random stuff that happened. Yeah. So uh, for anyone who didn't get to watch, Tyler Ankrum pulled off a, an upset victory. Uh, Brett Moffat ran out of gas with three to go. I believe someone else also ran out of gas with like five to go. I, I cannot remember who it was off the top of my head. Um, I also did not get to watch the race live. I had to watch a replay of it, and I was following it on Twitter that night. I was out and. Honestly, just I was mostly kind of scrolling because once Ankrum won, I was like, I that's unbelievable. Then I started seeing all these uh fights starting to pop up on my newsfeed. The Natalie Decker hat flip heard around the world. Um, it was uh Ben Rhodes versus uh Brennan Poole on uh Pit Road. Uh, that was kind of interesting. And then Brandon Jones and uh Grant Enfinger got into it on the track, they didn't really like have an argument, but Brandon Jones kind of looked like he wanted to slap Grant across the face there. <laughs> that was a very tough move, and I mean, obviously, with Brandon Jones being our golden boy, I want to talk about that first. 
that was just a tough, tough move there because Brandon had a fast looking truck during that race. I mean, you said you weren't really watching it, but that car, that truck looked good again. It could have been, could have been it right there. Could have been. That's that what ruined this whole weekend. I mean, when he runs good like in trucks, see... he runs good in Xfinity. Exactly. No, unfortunately, two races for Brandon Jones there that didn't end up as well as they did the week before. And I mean, what, what are you going to do? It's nothing. Yeah. You know, it's just just the, the, the trick of the trade right there with uh with NASCAR. You never know what's going to happen. But um, so this is my first time looking at the actual results of the race, and oh my god, Dylan Lufton with the top five. Yeah, no, it was a very surprising race. First of all, Sheldon Creed won a stage, which I mean that that's awesome <laughs> for him. I yeah. I'm starting to come up, starting to come a little bit more around on him. I know I I joke on him because it seems like he's always in the wall, but I mean he he he, he led some laps there. He looked good. He looked fast. He finished nineteen um, down. What happened there? Oh, I didn't. I don't know what happened there. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell me. He probably had like an issue. But I mean, for the beginning of the race, he looked good. I mean, I'm not saying they finished well. Yeah. Finish here was wacky. Also, didn't I feel like Stuart Friesen had like a? Didn't he have a penalty? Thought that he was not. He didn't actually finish second. No. So he his thing was going into like pre-practice inspection or whatever, the primary car got confiscated by NASCAR because there was something with the firewall that wasn't up to standard. So they just, it was like basically like he uh, didn't qualify or something because he had to start. It says he started 30 seconds. So 30 seconds a second. Stuart Friesen is just like quietly finishing top five almost every race. I really love it. (laughs) Yeah, that's fantastic. How many top fives is, how many top fives does he have this season? He's having just a, career year right now at age 35 he's got eight top fives actually he had nine top fives last year we actually really shouldn't be surprised by this i think who is it someone's fifth in points i think it's uh harrison burton's fifth in points and he's out of the playoffs oh yeah no ankrum's in the in the playoff Mm -hmm. uh, cut right now because of that win that that was huge for him and i yeah that's great because he he lost his ride per se because they were like you're not gonna be full-time in the 17 but maybe now after he has the win they'll oh yeah he's gonna get some sponsorship now the bill that, a little bit I mean, more. That, that was huge yeah. yeah especially for the playoffs he'll have some sponsorship i mean you know moffitt oh, yeah. had that issue last year where they're worried that he's not gonna have sponsorship for the playoffs and i i don't remember who it was who stepped up but i mean dude won the championship Muffet, yeah. so you never know you you never know what can happen and ankrum could be the surprise champion in the sport I mean, I don't know about that, but you never know what could happen. I mean, he finds himself another fuel mileage racer in a situation at Talladega where he pulls out a win, like, you know. How many there, he's right there. champions have there been? Chase Elliott and uh, the Xfinity Series. Chase Elliott. Did Madonna win a championship? He was in Cup at 18, so. Oh, yeah. I think so. Unless well, he, he won ran... a championship in Canon. Oh, I'm talking top three series. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, well, he couldn't even run top three series. He was just running, like, limited races. For Gibbs at that point, um, and I apologize. I think I said Spencer Davis, uh, Natalie Decker was Spencer Boyd and Natalie Decker. Spencer I, Boyd, I, I apologize. Um, yeah, but yeah that was out top end. Yeah, yeah, good for him. Um, but yeah, that that wreck that was. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Decker and Boyd wreck. That was a scary looking. Yeah, crash. he got was, hooked straight into turn one. I, but he didn't really get hooked. He went straight into her line. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But like, that one, yeah, he didn't get hooked. But that was him thinking he's clear and he wasn't and you know natalie decker has every reason to be upset she was having a decent run and like you know i mean obviously she just wants to finish races at this rate and wrecking the car again like just totaling it does not help her caught like a case at all so 
That's just tough. There's a lot of wrecks going on. It felt like those first two stages, obviously the Brandon Jones, Grant Enfinger. And that was just, again, Grant Enfinger going just too low, carrying too much speed, not having anywhere to put the truck. And poor Brandon Jones just once again got just kind of in trouble there. You know, he, he had that in the Xfinity race. I think he learned from the truck race, like, hey, if someone's down there and they don't look like they're, like, was Reddick was about to spin out right into him and Brandon got into the wall on, like, lap two. It was just like, you know, what, what are you going to do with that, right? Yeah, that was going on Twitter. Like, it seemed literally all stage two was under yellow. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. No, they'd wreck, refar, Harrison Burton spun out in the middle of the field and finishes third in this race. So, I mean, anything's, anything's possible. But, hey, shouts out uh, Ross Chastain finishing in fourth. Just getting more points. I think that he is like yeah, in, he's, in he's now, good. right? Literally his, yeah, so he's. Um, oh, yeah, there is no way he can fall out. I think because there's three playoffs. Okay, no, the one way he can fall out is if there's three more first time winners. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely got to be a little worried about that. And Enfinger is not one of them because, or whoever the points leader is. Because Enfinger, the rule is if you're the points leader, Technically, you have priority over anyone else who gets in to the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. But well, Grant Enfinger needs to not have races where he gets in the Eric or Brandon Jones. Then. Yeah. I, I think know, odds are preferable. It'll be Chastain should be fine. I know uh, Chase Briscoe's running Eldora. Pull steel in there. Mm-hmm. Again, I think that we'll get a winner at Eldora. That's like not a regular. You know what I mean? Like, someone who's not going to take away, like, the championship, like Justin Haley at, at Daytona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hopefully, well, I mean, hopefully, we'll we'll see what happens there. That's I mean, that's probably... A week from tonight, right? Yeah, sir, we are right there. I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, we got, so, oh, no, actually, no, that's incorrect. They're going to be racing at Pocono next. Eldor is on August 1st. Hello? Oh, okay. Oh, did I cut out again? No, you're fine. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just worried there you weren't responding. Um, no, you go. Yeah, it goes Pocono, Eldora, Michigan, Bristol, then Bowmanville, and then I think that's the start of the... No, wait, where, when does the chase start? Where do, does the chase start in Michigan? Uh, yeah, they got three more races left, so... Two more. Three more. So the chase starts at Bristol, and yeah. then they have the cutoff at Vegas, and the cutoff at Phoenix. Oh, right, there's only two cutoffs in trucks. Oh. Okay, I didn't know Eldora was on a Thursday. Now, I feel like it was on a Wednesday. Yeah, it's always on past. Wednesday. I thought it was like literally good. No, work. good. Let it be on a Thursday. I that works though, because I, I, uh, my summer semester ends August first, so I'll be back in town to watch Child. it. I know, child over here still in in college. I'll get over it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big adult now. I graduated mm-hmm. college a year ago. <laughs> um, I'm going straight back to classes though in the fall. So whatever. Ah, uh, yeah, I'll just be studying for for licenses and shit. Um, also that first kind of, round's kind of random, but the Pocono truck race coming up is on Big Fox. Really? Yeah, and nothing else. Was, I, I always thought it was Talladega was on. Big no, Fox. it says FS1. Bristol's on Big Fox. So is Talladega. Really? What website are you looking at that's telling you it's Big Fox? Because according to um, racing references on FS1. NASCAR.com. Hmm. 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 <laughs> it really makes you think. 
I don't know there. I'm I'm gonna I, I don't know which one to trust. Both of them have, have lied to me lately, so I don't know. Yeah. Um God. We'll All see right. Well, <laughs> well yeah, we'll figure that one out. When I'm on FS one and I'm watching poker, I'm gonna be like, wait a second, something's yeah. not right. <laughs> I'm supposed to watch trucks go around in circles. This is in or triangles. I'm confused. Triangle, thank you. Up to, uh, is is Pocono an obtuse triangle? It is Yeah, it's obtuse. Mm. Or is it a is it a ninety degree? No, it's ninety two. degree because turn two is tunnel turn, which is modeled right after Indy and Indies. They're all ninety degrees. So, so would that mean that that turns one and three are the same? Oh god, we're going in a straight no, geometry it's talk not here. equilateral or an isosceles or whatever. But it is technically a so right what would triangle. Be nine, it would be ninety forty three thirty seven. 40 oh it's 47 yeah oh fuck yeah me. so yeah okay well like that. and that was math on left turns and <laughs> that's the last of that <laughs> that's the last of me doing math until for until the playoffs start mm-hmm. um so okay so let's just glance over indycar real quick i guess yeah uh simon pagino good Good job winning, dominating that race. Congratulations. I think, honestly, the big story of the weekend is Robert Wickens uh, driving his wife around the track. That was awesome. Yeah, good for him. That gave me goosebumps. Uh, it was, yeah, that was that was just like, the, like, they just let it silently go by. Robert was just like, you know, kind of in the zone, and you can hear the crowd cheering him on. Like, that's just awesome. Like, yeah. you know, he's, you know, he's in my thoughts and prayers today. He's, he's having surgery to get a um, piece of... Uh, I guess metal or something that was helping him out yeah, uh, out of his that. legs. I guess they had an infection or something. So, you know, he's in our thoughts, thoughts and prayers this, uh, this week, but obviously really cool to see him just never giving up. Like I, when I, when that first happened, I was like, this man's never going to walk again. His career is over. I mean, I really don't think Robert should ever, like, I, I'm very open with, I don't think Robert should race Indy cars again, but like, you know, yeah, he's, he's not giving up. And I love that fight from him. And that was probably the big takeaway from Toronto for me was that Robert is still that dude. Like, Robert is just never giving up. And I love that. Yeah. Um, Toronto just really doesn't have much going on for it. I mean, there's literally only two spots on that track you can pass, pretty much. Is there um, even two? Cool, I was cool watching looking. the video of uh, the Dixon was so. Yeah, Dixon got so fucked. By the fact that those lap cars were there, because Pagano was able to get around him so easily, and Dixon just kept trying to follow Pagano on that line and just could not get around the lap cars. And Dixon had a faster car and just could not even get close enough to make like Pagano worried. Like uh, Pagano had a couple like like panic push to pass moments, like where he was just kind of touching it and just kind of mm-hmm. figuring out that long straightaway in the backstretch. But I mean, there wasn't really much he could do there. <laughs> like Dude, once again, three courses with Indy cars is not a good mix. Well, that's the last one. Thank goodness we don't have oh, to deal with that. Fantastic. Yeah, that's the last one. Next week is Iowa, which I'm looking very much forward to. Um, you know, I love oval racing when it's not stupid dangerous. Yeah. Shouts out Pocono. <laughs> um, so we have Iowa, Mid Ohio, Pocono Gateway, which I know you're excited for Gateway. Uh, Portland and Laguna Seca. So we got some interesting mix of races coming up. Um, I mean, Mid-Ohio is a fantastic track no matter what, so I'm, I'm happy to see them going there. But Iowa's going to... I really hope that, uh, you know, maybe Rossi could actually make some moves on the outside. Yeah, I don't know. 
Um, would like to look at the points real quick um, because that got a little closer after the race. So Newgarden is only up by four, wow, four points now on Rossi. Crazy. And Pagano is 39 points back. So, I mean, all it takes is Pagano just to keep winning these road course races. I mean, he could be right there come Laguna Seca. So it's like it's it's a three-horse race. Yeah, Dixon needed a win there. Dixon's like yeah, mine's 86 crazy. points out. Scott Will Power, I don't know what the what in the world happened to him. He just does not like Canada. <laughs> he was just not having fun. Dude just yeah. wrecks on the last lap. Same same corner he wrecked in <laughs> practice. Just tough weekend. So we're um, we're midway through, was on fire. We're midway through July, right? And yeah, of the three most, I guess, popular forms of motorsports, at least in America, being NASCAR, IndyCar, and F1. Kevin Harvick, Will Power, and Sebastian Vettel have yet to win in 2019. It's wacky. If you that told me that before the season, crazy. I would have been like, you're probably telling the truth about Vettel. But, <laughs> but like, no, Power, I mean, he... Kevin Harvick, I can't believe that. And Will Power, too. I mean, Will Power is one of the best drivers crazy. in IndyCar. Especially history. Harvick, though. That's, I mean, from yeah, no, Black. Harvick will win a race. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Harvick I don't think anyone's doubting that. Like, it's, it's, it's just, it's just going to come later than sooner, I think. It's probably yeah. going to come in the playoffs when he absolutely needs it. He's just saving all his momentum to win all ten races in the in the in mm-hmm. the chase, <laughs> or all nine, and then lose to Kyle Busch at the Homestead. <laughs> oh man, um, poor uh, poor Colton Hurt is in fourteenth in points. Yikes! Sheesh. Poor Colton Hurt. He, he still has a win. I don't care. It doesn't matter. He yeah. still won. Doesn't matter. Has legs. Um. All right. So F one F one minute. F one was fun-ish. F1 I mean, is fine. We allow it to exist. Uh, Lewis Hamilton wins his, like, the 100th race this season. I think there's so been congrats. 10 races and he's won 7? He's won 8 or 7. That's disgusting. Yeah, I, like, I don't have just, wrong with him. He's a cheat code. I mean, it's his sixth win. I mean, yeah, no, I don't, I, don't deny, I don't deny that Lewis Hamilton is the best F1 driver of my generation. Like, he's better than Michael Schumacher at this rate. Um, it's just, you know, he, he it's his sixth win in England. It's his home track. You know, he's always going to go harder here than any other race, which is no surprise. Um, yeah, 10 races and yeah, Bota. Yeah, he has seven wins. Unreal. <laughs> yeah. Um, shouts out though, Charles Leclerc and Max Verstappen put on a great show. That was really yeah. fun that they, they didn't wreck each other. And then Sebastian Vettel's like, what the fucker breaks and just completely yeah. wipes out. Um, so, and then he got a penalty on top of that. Like formula, like F, the stewards are just like, yo, your car is completely fucked. By the way, here's a 10 second penalty. <laughs> dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, by the way, this is the first, it literally took Max for stopping getting taken out by battle for Gasly to finish ahead of for stopping. So I think I should take for stopping out of the seat now. I mean, it's obvious. <laughs> I think that is time. It, yeah, no, Pierre Gasly's like, fuck out of here. <laughs> It's the first time Gasly, I think, has beaten Verstappen this year, if I recall correctly. Yeah, but, that's... hey, shouts out Carlos Sainz Jr. Finishes in sixth. Another incredible performance for the McLaren team. Um, you know, unfortunately, Lando Norris could not get the top 10 and get any points. But 11th place finishes higher than Alexander Albon. Finishes higher than <laughs> uh, Vettel. So, I mean, just, I don't, I don't know. And once again, the Haas F1 team, just both cars decide to just quit. 
Well, no, they had damage, but still quit. Yeah, that team has just... They started out, like, pretty well. I think they got uh, both top tens at Australia or something. I mean, and I'm going to look at the standings right now, see where they are. <laughs> since then, it's just been a nightmare. Magnuson has... Where the fuck are points? It doesn't give me points on this thing. On a racing reference? Yeah, racing references give me points that they have. It just tells me, like, laps, lead, pole, podium, win races. And then, like, earnings. They don't they don't release earnings for F1 either. All right, average, so... start, average finish, running a finish, kilometers, lead lap finish, points. To... First of all, don't give me kilometers. Give me miles. I don't live in Europe, so <laughs> just give me miles. <laughs> Roman Grosjean only has two points all season. Jeez Louise. Which, has to more be than fair... Has more than both the Williams drivers. Exactly, yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to drive a car with one and a half arms, but I mean, I'm just, yeah. oh, that's... Uh... <laughs> um, still, Max Verstappen has only led six points in his third in points. Um, so, good, good for him. Six laps, you said? He's only led six laps. He's completed all 612 laps, though, this season. Only three drivers have done that. Hamilton, Botas, and Verstappen, and then... Vettel is at six eleven. Like Leclerc would have more if if Monaco didn't happen. Oh yeah, but, that's right. Um, Leclerc has been impressive though. The way Leclerc drives is very impressive, and he is he is due for a win at some point. Just probably not happening this year. Uh, I don't know. As... He's, he's shown I, like literally. It just no. He's shown someone... speed, but as long as Lewis Hamilton continues to do this, like unreal. Unreal run. I mean, I, 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 you can't pick anyone else. All it takes is one track where it's like heavy, um, or there's a lot of long straights, or like Monza. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Monza. Thought, yeah. Oh, yeah. I no, Monza's I did say a Ferrari be a good would track win for that them. one, but I think that Vettel will probably win it. I don't know. Vettel is gonna, Vettel better is than Vettel. Some, Vettel is going to straight up rip someone's head off and eat it if he doesn't win a race this year. That'd be crazy. Like, I, he's. He's out of he's 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 losing his shit. It feels like I'd be too. I don't know. Daniel Ricardo finished in seventh. I love Daniel Ricardo at least Shut getting up. points, so I'm happy for that. And Kimi Raikkonen, give me give me Raikkonen, Kimi. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. Alpha, I forgot Alpha Romero is a team out there because Giovinazzi is his teammate, and Kimi's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a world class champion, and I have this this doofus that can't score any points on my team. Hey, he has one point. Give him, give him some respect. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's 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 no uh, no George Russell, who I've literally never heard of in my life. Should Williams just like close up shop? Or... No, whatever you're gonna say. No, Williams should never close up shop. <laughs> I like I watched the Williams documentary, and I, I I do respect Williams for what they do. I respect it, but like one not year, much, but I mean they do they do stuff. It's the, literally the top form of motorsport around the world. And like to pour that much money into a season just for not to score a single top ten. I don't know. I feel like that's not good business. I guess. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe maybe they probably shouldn't have Kubica as their yeah. second driver. I don't know, but it it went downhill when uh they got when they because they had Felipe Massa, they had uh. Botas, who Botas, were and they yeah. looked, that was the last time they were really good. They haven't had talent in that car. I mean, Fernando Alonso <laughs> doesn't have a job. I'm sure that he has two arms that work fine. So I mean, you know, you could put him in there. Yeah. 
I don't I don't know what he I don't know what Fernando's doing. I'm watching the um the F1 documentary right now um from last season. It, it is last season, right? The Netflix series? Yeah, the Netflix series yeah. from last season. Yeah, okay. I've been watching that. And I really enjoy it. It's good. Really well done. First of all, Haas is just like that 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 just that first episode with watching the Haas crew men fuck up not once but twice was so yeah. painful. It's like gee, these poor drivers. There's like Kevin Magnuson's actually a good driver. Grosjean is it's a good driver and these these or Grosjean, whatever however you say his Grosjean, name. Like, yes. Gros Grosjean is just <laughs> He's the poor, poor Grosjean, poor, poor Haas. Just Gene is just like, why did I do this? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to actually speak about Gene real quick because, like, Cole Custer is clearly the uh, best driver. Um, this I thought about this last night. I was like, should like Gene just have a meeting with his drivers? Like, okay, if you don't make the chase, I'm kicking you out. Like, I wouldn't gone. be surprised. I mean, Boyer and uh, Suarez are right on the window, and they're the two candidates yeah. that are like. Well, what if hey. Kevin Harvick finishes in last every single race until the chase and just misses the cut line <laughs> somehow? And like, what, does Gene just sit him down and be like, "Yeah, you're fired." I'm pretty sure <laughs> he has Stewart. a lifetime contract with. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, he Stewart did Haas. win the championship. He he doesn't want to race anymore. Yeah, which will probably be in like eight years at this rate. He's the next Mark Martin, man. Or until his wife probably says, "Hey, like you know, it's it's cool." I wouldn't be surprised. Go to the booth. Yeah. He's gonna go to the booth next year, yeah. so that's that. That's what the future holds. All right, that's. I just thought about that last night. I was like, yeah, Cole Custer absolutely needs to be moved up at this rate. So um, speaking of last night, did you have yes. any dreams? So yeah, I want to start a new segment. It's called Anthony's Weird Dreams. Anthony's uh, weird dreams. Sound effect here, Nicholas. Just put it in. Um. <laughs> so yeah. Um. I, I had two actual like racing related dreams this week. I cannot remember the second one, but the first one I had, and we were doing the segment because I talked about dream about Brandon Jones the other week. Um, the first one was a little weird. So I was back at Daytona uh, watching the race in my dream, and I was watching like the camera view, and they were all racing in a pack. It was a night race. And all of a sudden, there's just like Brad Keselowski way in the back with his window net down with a bunch of smoke coming out. And Brad Keselowski is asleep in the car. And I just hear people being like, oh, wow, he's asleep. Carbon monoxide, carbon monoxide. I'm like, what? That, I thought that was a joke. So I had a dream that Brad Keselowski fell asleep while driving and spun out. Huh. And that was weird dreams with Anthony. <laughs> I don't know what the second dream was. I think it was an F1-related dream. I dream. I don't know why I dream about racing. Maybe it's because I love it so much. Yeah, I, I've definitely dreamed about racing in the past i can't think of but my dreams are always weird like brad keselowski was driving without a helmet on and was asleep i don't think i've like, ever had does... like a dream where i'm like interacting with a driver outside of a racetrack but like sometimes i'll dream about racing and like instances in a race and whatnot i think i had a dream where jeff gordon slapped me <laughs> just he, he had enough of my shit and just slapped me that's awesome <laughs> i've definitely had a dream i've hung out with dale jr in his uh in his motorcade just i had just a dream out where I hung out with Dale coach. Jr. Uh, the morning of the day, 500. Wait, wasn't a dream. Oh, yeah, you actually got to ride with him. <laughs> dick. <laughs> Whatever. And you still didn't interview him. I'll, mm-hmm. never let you give, I'll never let you live that down. I'll get over it. Dude, you should have just told him, hey, do you want to come on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, come on the podcast. Drop everything. <laughs> just, you got time. You know, you got, you got an hour. You got yeah. 15 minutes. You got, you got 10 minutes. I mean, dude, I got I got Mateus Lease to give me three minutes of his time. That's Get true. Dale Jr. to give you thirty seconds. Yeah, 
one day, one day, one day, when one you day. Ever get to ride in the pace car with when, when we have the uh, LTLN X Dell Junior download collab? We'll let y'all know. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we'll probably end up on Ryan Blaine first, especially with our nerdy, our nerdy tendencies. Yes. I mean, and speaking of nerdy tendencies, we are gonna have a Marvel episode as soon as I finally see Far From Home. Although something got spoiled for me this morning and. It wasn't a big spoiler. It was just about like one of the minor characters, and I was, and it wasn't anything like important. It was mostly just about their relationship status. And I was like, oh well, sick. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I, I, I guess I didn't. I guess this is spoiled for me now. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I, if I remember the second dream I had from this week, I'll let you know. But at, at this rate, uh, yeah, Brad Keselowski, please be careful with your uh, carbon monoxide intake in your car. I don't want to see you passed out. Yeah. Um, all right. So moving along, uh, we got Loudon this week. Um, I did say last week Kentucky was probably my least favorite race on the schedule. Um, after this weekend and how, how much fun that was, I don't know if I can say that anymore. And, you know, I may want to use that formula to say that Loudon might, might be my least favorite track on the schedule and just keep doing that until races start getting boring again. Yeah, I mean, I would have said that, and but like last year's race was pretty sweet at Loudon. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm hoping Denny Hamlin can win again, so I can see him hold that lobster. It's it's so weird. Like I feel like there's a change going on. Like all the races in the last year, like the tracks that have been notorious for being pretty boring, like Kentucky, Indy, New Hampshire, Chicago, have been like pretty good. No, Chicago definitely. <laughs> I think started to fix that trend a bit. Like. Obviously, Indy had that wacky race that Casey Kane won, but that was just a fluke. I mean, if, if Truex and Bush don't wreck, that's but even not last happening. Year, last year's was great. Um, did I watch last year's? Like, can you remind me who won that? Uh, Kozlowski. It was on a Monday, so I don't know if you. Yeah, I don't think I watched that. Then I think yeah. I just caught the replay of it. Uh, it was like um, didn't have practice or qualifying. Like the first time they were on track was during the race because okay. that whole weekend got rained out which is why yeah i think it's not a bad idea for them to move from that weekend just go yeah just no i mean they're gonna be there'll be a third time the brickyards moved around yeah so but that's that's the that's the cutoff race and we'll, we'll see how that goes um but this weekend we have Loudon. this is the only race in new hampshire this season if i recall correctly um mm-hmm. so this is this is their showing out party you know, they're just thinking, hey, if we show a good race, maybe we'll get a second date. I don't, yeah, I don't that, think but... so. I don't think that's my allowed to happen. Like, it's when... just tough that it's so tough <laughs> to put this race in the middle of the summer when it's just stupid hot outside. When I when I first heard that Vegas was getting its second date, I was super happy just because I was like, oh, like I I mean I Vegas is probably my what I consider the most underrated track. I don't know why. It's because I like the area and the scenery, or if the racing's yeah, it's like a... decent. Uh, the restarts I... are fantastic, and that was another thing with Kentucky. Like the restarts were just like Vegas, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, but like going from the playoff race in New Hampshire in 2017. I don't even. I honestly, I can't even tell you who won that. I know it was either Bush or Truex. But then going from that to the craziness at Vegas last year, I'm like, okay, this is a good change absolutely and yeah, I, I feel so, bad i really do feel bad for the new hampshire natives because it's like well it's just that area doesn't get any other races besides yeah. like pocono and Watkins Glen. like new hampshire was like you know was that that big venue race for them in between all the areas of new england so yeah. all the areas all the little states up there I don't but know. nonetheless it is a race which means we have to give our picks 
Yeah, we do have to make picks. You know, this this track has had some good memories for me. 2002 is still probably one of my favorite New Hampshire races of all time with Ward Burton sneaking that off. Dale Jr. and Matt Kenseth both wrecking each other. And I believe we had 15 cautions in that race. So, Gosh, I mean, that's, we that's have, fun. Yeah, what, what, a, what a time to be watching NASCAR, right? Sheesh. That was a good year, honestly. Well, I think, no, because Newman actually won a race, a rain-shortened race there. Um, I, are we due for a first-time winner at New Hampshire due to rain? We've had two over the years. Might be, uh, might be Daniel Suarez's day. We don't know. I haven't seen the forecast, but it there was it's rain last year. Know. They uh, I think moved the race up last year, and they like barely got Probably. it before the rain came. So, all right. Uh, who wants to go? So. Neither of us picked. Uh, I think I should go first because I had all the uh, all my drivers in the top twelve. I'll I'll know. let you have it, even though my yeah, dark me, horse yeah. finished better, but it's all right. What do you mean your dark horse finished better? My pick finished in second. Get out of here. Hey, my dark horse got a top ten years in it, but I'll let you go. It's fine. My dark horse led laps, so <laughs> eat me. Um. All right. So for this week, since I, our dark horses actually seem to do really well, um. I'm hoping to see something really good out of this guy. You know, I'm really hoping that, uh, you know, he can get a top 10. You know, maybe I can brag about it next week. I'm hoping to see Matt Benedetto have a good race. You know, he uh, Toyota usually does pretty well at New Hampshire, and Benedetto mm-hmm. has definitely got his confidence up. I feel like this is a track where he's going to be playing with the throttle a lot. I mean, that's pretty much what New Hampshire is, and Benedetto showed at, um, at Sonoma he is capable of understanding throttle control. So I'm going to go with the Guido. Okay, I'm going to go I'm calling with... him by his. I'm calling him by the correct name now. Yes, I'm just going to go with the obvious uh, New There's Hampshire pick, <laughs> which would be Ryan Priest, just because he has. Oh, okay. Yeah, like he he's had this race circled forever. That's where the modifieds are. He's in the modified race, so at least. We'll no, that's him. a good pick. I didn't even think about that. Track experience. <laughs> like he literally posted on Twitter this week. He was like, "I've been waiting for this weekend since Daytona." Uh, like back in yeah, like, this hey. would be his showing out party, really. Yeah, it's yeah, it's his home track, I think. I don't know about his home track, but it's definitely something that he's the most familiar with out of anything else on the schedule. Yes. Um. um so just because of that, I and he's doing the modified before with Ryan Newman, who yeah. is another dark horse candidate. If we had Alex on here, I'm sure that's who would Alex would pick. Yeah. All right. All right. Who's your sleeper? My sleeper. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna jinx Smoke 2.0, so I'm not gonna pick him. Um, even though <laughs> yeah, that's a he's your favorite. Even though that's a guaranteed top ten, can't do that. Yeah, he's 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 hot right now. I don't know about that. Like, um, I would probably take him. I think it's like a short track guy. You know what? I'm gonna go with Chase Elliott. Okay. He, he has. I think he won one of the stages there last year, and then uh, he ran well at laps and. He's good at short tracks, so I'm going to go with mm-hmm. Chase Elliott. All right. Well, I'm going to go uh, keep it in the Chevy camp. I'm actually going to go with his teammate. Uh, you know, he's he, he's had impressive runs at, at Phoenix, another track where you got to be really good with your brakes and manage it. Uh, I think that Alex Bowman could get another top five. You know, Bowman, first of all, last week, uh, shouts out. He had a really good-looking car. I was really hoping to see he that did. car, um, you know, get a top five, you, you know, potentially win it. I know none of us picked him. But definitely Bowman is hot right now, and I know we've said it on the show before, Bowman's not done winning this year. 
I wouldn't agree. wouldn't surprise wouldn't surprise me if Bowman does really well. But you know what? On top, I just want to say I didn't pick him. I'm not picking him to win this week, but a guy that probably is going to surprise us and maybe finish top five, uh, Jimmy Johnson, keeping in the Hendrick camp. Like Johnson obviously didn't have that good of a run last week, but uh, you know he definitely needs to do something mm-hmm. at this rate to keep himself in the chase contention. Because you know, look at Boyer, you have three bad weeks in a row, you're done. So, uh, you know, Jimmy, I wouldn't be surprised with his experience at New Hampshire that he's going to be able to utilize that because his car is much better than it has been in years past. So. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so my favorite this week. Um, so I, I hate when I do this and it always pains me, <laughs> it pains me a lot to do it. But, you know, as I've said, I can respect uh, the driver while I might not like him. And he almost had the win last week. So I think Joey Logano this week is okay. even saying it gives me heartburn. Like, I just don't yeah. like thinking about Logano in victory lane. But I'm going to, you know, spread it out with my picks. I have a Toyota, Ford, and Chevy. So are you going to keep in the Chevy camp with your favorite? No, I'm not going to keep in the Chevy camp for my favorite just because okay. I don't think. Anyone will beat Chase Elliott in the Chevy camp this weekend. But <laughs> No, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Toyota camp. And someone who's run really good lately. He's shown a lot of speed. And this is a good track for him. I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin. Ooh, yeah. ooh. So you do think Denny might be uh, holding up the lobster this week. I mean, He, he has been very fast. If he there. has a penalty, you know that he's there. He has been very fast there. I think he has four. I'm looking. I'm looking for stats right now. Give me a second. I am looking for like driver stats at New Hampshire. I know he has um, multiple wins. I just don't know how many. Well, that's a good pick, honestly. Once I can find, this is the problem with racing reference for me. Is I always I I find these stats and I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm looking for. I think it's tracks. I'm. But, I mean, yeah, no, Denny is probably a good pick. I mean, honestly, anyone from the Gibbs camp, like Kyle Busch is an easy pick here. Truex, I think, has won. Yeah, Truex won in 2016, if I recall correctly, in the chase. Yes. No, he did. He did. Yeah. Because he won, like, the first two races of the chase that year and then got eliminated at Talladega. Well, it wasn't he got eliminated at Talladega. He just pretty much blew his engine at Talladega, and it, it just cost him. <laughs> yeah, that was a <laughs> rough Stupid day season. for favorites with bad engines. Because Kozlowski also. Mm-hmm. It was just a, honestly, that, that was just such a bad uh, chase setup. Oh, I, I apologize. Truex did not win here in 2016. That was Kenseth and Harvick. I guess I thought Truex won there. So, yeah, the last... Three, Harvick won here last year. Harvick's actually won here. Won, um, yeah, two of the last four races here. So Harvick is another guy that we... This could be his first win this weekend. But that would imply I mean, Stuart Haas wins a race this year. I think, <laughs> he'll times. definitely win. I don't know. Like He he really didn't impress me on speed last week. Um, Chicago, he did. but um, Harvick has three wins here. Hamlin has two... Harvick. Yeah, Hamlin has two wins. Yeah, Hamlin yeah. only has two wins. Um, Ryan Newman has actually one, two, three. Hamlin Newman has three wins here. Okay. Uh, Jimmy has one. Jimmy has one win here. Oh, 
I don't want to take that dark horse pick. Oh no, yeah, he he swept two thousand. But okay. <laughs> that was when he was just sweeping everything. Yeah, yeah that was that was way back in his his heyday. Peak Jimmy. Yeah, peak Jimmy. Right. Uh, Logano has only won one other non-race short, rain shortened race here in two thousand thirteen, and then oh, man, Brian Vickers in twenty thirteen. What a popular win! Oh yeah, he what, did do that. Great. Yeah, no, yeah, that was the, that was uh, the only time the fifty five had won. Vickers just kind of sneakily wins races. That was the last like, when he was uh, racing. That was his last win, though. That was the last part-time driver win up until Haley, Justin Haley, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, he actually has three wins in 2091 with Red Bull at Michigan, I believe. Um, and then obviously the Talladega race. I don't talk about. <laughs> we don't talk about that one. We don't talk about that. Um. So yeah, that. So I'm. I mean, hopefully New Hampshire. We have a good weekend. I mean, I'm not expecting anything wacky. I'm not expecting like a green white checker that's going to blow me away. I'm just hoping for some good racing and. You know, maybe we'll get some good uh, fuel strategy racing going on because I'm yeah. not going to lie. The truck race, uh, I I miss fuel strategy races. I miss races <laughs> where it comes down to the drivers conserving their stuff because I, I know who's good at it and I know who's not. Like mm-hmm. guys like Keselowski, really good at it. Yeah, Keselowski goes to the top, he's good of, at it. top of the, uh, yeah. the mark. With like that. guys like Jimmy Johnson, not very good nope. at it. So. <laughs> We'll we'll see what happens. Like you know, it would be fun to see Kyle Busch just trying to save fuel and just running out at the end. So I don't know. Give it'll give the Pockers rating really high. Probably be that. You mean the Gluck rating? Whatever. What did I say? Pockers. He said Pockers. Shut up, Bob. Yeah, Pockers. Yeah, no. I, I Bob Bob put me in my place again this week on Twitter. Oh, I did uh, see I that. Asked, yeah, <laughs> I asked him a dumb question and he gave me a he gave me a dumb answer. So shut up. I mean, I'm not I'm not mad about. It. I don't really yeah. care. I mean, I ask, I ask a question, I expect an answer, and he always gets me. Uh, hold on one second. So, shall we round out the field? Yeah, let's round out the field this week. So, I'm on. Uh, what, what, what do we got this week? That's I did happened. see something pop up just a couple hours ago. Ryan Borges is actually going to make his mm-hmm. Xfinity Series debut with none other than JV Motorsports. Should I start following him on Instagram? Because I did a Ryan Repco. Yeah. Do it. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully, I mean, you know, hopefully he has a really good race. Uh, you know, it's always fun to see JDM giving these guys chances, and yeah, you know, that that that's awesome. Good guys, JDM. Just, I'm I'm sure Alex has a lot of nice things to say about him. So, you know, if Alex was here, we'd we'd, we'd have some nice words. But unfortunately, well, he'll be back next weekend, most likely. So hopefully, we can yeah, get hopefully he'll be done moving scoop about Ryan Vargas. Um. We had the 26 year anniversary of Davey Allen passing RIP. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. I really don't have much going on on the Reddit. We're rating um, Area 51 for those who are living in yeah, the Yeah, we've already mentioned that, but we are rating Area yes. 51. Come through a lot of the LTLN boys, uh, you know, in our, in our cutoff jorts. I don't know. Well, that's what I'd be wearing. <laughs> I'd be the, um... like the natty, the natty man army. What else do we? There's do? there's the meme. It's like guys who drink White Claw, and it's like I don't understand that one. I drink Truly, so I don't I don't really like White Claw is disgusting in my opinion. Truly is much better. John Krasinski describes a commercial with Matt Kenseth as the defining moment in his growth as an actor. So The Office is only as good as it is because of Matt Kenseth. Shout out! Literally, Matt Kenseth made The Office, so shouts out Matt Kenseth. Um. Oh, I didn't realize that Michael Rooker was the guy who does the um 
the uh, promos for NBC. You didn't know that was he Michael was... Rucker? I didn't realize that until I was watching the weekend. I was like, wait a second. That's yeah. that's Michael Rooker. That, yeah. I, I, I literally forgot his name now from Guardians of the Galaxy. Besides Yondu. Mary Poppins. Yondu, thank you. I mean, I I'm just Mary think of Poppins, him as Mary. Though. I'm Mary freaking Poppins. Still one of my favorite scenes in all of oh, uh, Marvel. It's one of my... It was probably... I, I felt worse about that death than, spoiler alert, uh... Tony Stark. So yeah, it's... actually, what am I saying? Spoiler alert! You you've seen it or you haven't? <laughs> y'all have <right>? three months. <laughs> y'all y'all have had time. Yeah. Okay. Um, Captain America's dead. Okay. Another shout out to NBC for a great broadcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shouts out Rick Allen for not shitting himself on television. Good job. <laughs> uh, shout out Chris Busher. I'm just going. I'm just going through. No. Whatever. Yeah. Once again, we're gonna shout out Chris Busher yeah. twice now. There is literally nothing on Reddit that was like interesting from the past week that's gotten yeah, a lot looking, of. Uh, oh, we we forgot to talk about Larry Mack in his command. Uh, oh, I didn't see that. Oh, dude, it was great. I had me running, ready to run through a brick wall. Oh man, now I need to go back and watch that. Yeah, it, like I'm telling you, man, when when the commands are good, the race is good. Oh, you know why Kurt um did like Kurt and his crew did that was because Davy um Allison did that back in the day with his crew riding on the car. That's why they did that. I think that, that was, makes sense. I don't know if that was like a purpose. That's not like obviously a Davy Allison like trademark thing, but that's probably why they did it. it no, I think that was just coincidence, honestly, because I don't think I think that was that team's first. I like to think they plan that. Hey, you can think people that. like to say NASCAR's rigged, so it's like they, they just plan that. It's out. rigged, NASCAR hand yeah. selected the one card to win and they would do that just to honor Davy Allison. Thanks. Yeah, Steve, Facebook. Steve. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, the the uh, O'Donnell was just in the booth, like just pressing a button that made Kyle Busch's car slower, and the, the line that did not have the PJ one. Wow, who knew? Oh, um, that's another thing. Actually, I forgot to mention putting PJ one higher up on the track now. So Kyle Larson's gonna start running a- around the wall at New Hampshire. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Finally, I've been waiting all I've been waiting all fucking uh, ever since New Hampshire was created for someone to do that. I was waiting for the Joe Nemechek line. Hey, tracks where it's oh like my... a lot of heavy braking, um, and one can't run the high side is like not that. very good for Larson. So I'm literally okay with whatever they try. If Kyle Larson gets a top ten, that would be very important for him because man, he needs points. I think he's actually he has a decent. No, he's runner. in the good, but you you never know. You never know. Like, like Eric Jones has one. Might get a Flip win. Has one here. Suarez, you know, whoever. Suarez. Ricky I still Stenhouse think could figure it out. I still think watch out for Austin Dillon at Michigan, man. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. If he wouldn't have, if Joey Logano doesn't dominate it again, there last year or at uh, the last race, he, he I think he say, had the fastest car besides Logano. I think that um, Larson should feel really positive about Michigan coming up, considering a like Kurt Busch has won a race this year, mm-hmm. and B Kurt Busch looked dominant. Well, not dominant. I'm sorry, he looked like the only other car that could beat Logano at um, at Michigan. At Michigan, yeah, he 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 understood how that place works. Yeah. And now that we are in the second half of the season and drivers have run these tracks with this package, I mean, I feel like the racing is going to get much better. Yeah, I agree. Especially with the they, brand new have an idea. package. Like, we, we saw that Penske and... It was Penske first that clicked, and then Gibbs caught on, and then it really took until a couple of weeks ago for Hendrick to finally catch up. And now... I mean, Stuart Haas has run pretty consistent all year. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're. I think all their cars are more similar now because Harvick still was the best car, but now it's kind of like, yeah, they're all kind of 
good but not great. So if they can hook hook up on a setup and get them into all the cars, we might see all Stuart Haas top five, top ten. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, no, it wouldn't surprise me either. Uh, Ryan Truex is in the A car for New Hampshire. I think that's kind of a uh... okay, cool. <laughs> you don't you don't like Ryan Truex? No, no, I do. No, I was I was being genuine about that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, I hate FaceApp. I really hate seeing all these people. Oh, the old, old yeah. I, I, I think it's just disgusting. I will not do it. I saw I something on Barcel today that it's like a Russian uh, made software, so they're getting all our facial scans, and I'm like, well, y'all are dumb for doing that. Oh my God, the Russians again! Wow, damn Russians! They got us. They tricked us again. Oh no! Did you you watch Stranger Things uh, season three? No, I've never watched Stranger Things, but I do plan on watching it. Oh, it's a good show. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. I finished that uh, last week, and I was very satisfied with it. So uh, I can recommend that. Um, You still haven't started Legion, I assume. Uh, I don't even know what that is, to be honest. Okay, it's a wait. You oh, you like Marvel? Hello. No, I I, I said do you, like you like Marvel, but you don't like X Men, right? Yeah. Oh man. I don't. Okay, That's... I don't like dislike X Men per se. I just it's not well. X Men has had more more fl- like just stinkers in the last. Yeah, I heard few Dark years. was actually. Trash. Oh, I'm not even gonna acknowledge that's a movie. I'm just <laughs> okay. gonna pretend like it didn't come out. <laughs> yeah. No, but Legion's fantastic. It's very weird. It's very surreal and very goofy. You'd appreciate it. And anyone who has like nerd tendencies should watch it. It's very. It's very macabre. Is that macabre? I don't know the. How do you pronounce that word? What you're trying to say? (laughs) Like, like M A R K. No, I'm spelling it wrong now. Forget it. It's very. very We've already done math on this podcast. We don't need to do spelling too. I'm not spelling too for you for you guys. See you later. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I don't really have much else from this week. Yeah, really that, I, I feel like everything. pretty much covered everything. Um, there was um, the race. In, I, yeah, oh yeah, uh, I forgot who won already. But, uh, won Chandler, yeah, but Gibbs finished in second. Okay. Uh, Haley Deegan finished um, a lap down in eighth. Okay. So, you know, that that's good. She actually kept the car clean. Where were, where were, they, where were they at? I don't even know. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, there's a, I, we touched on it, modified race this weekend. Priest mm-hmm. and Newman are going to be in it, so that should be fun. I, I think that'll I watched... be um, broadcasted live, too, on Fans Choice. Good. Yeah. I'll, uh, well, I'll figure something out with that. Yeah. Um, and I need to get an account for that. Uh, Literally, you just have to make it, type in an email, and that's it. Oh, I thought it cost money. Nope. Three. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I watched IMSA. I have no idea if it was live or not. <laughs> um that's the problem with i want to say NBCSM. it wasn't live i really no, do. i don't think that they did canadian tire this past weekend but yeah. i watched it nonetheless and it was fun um it was fun i like it but i like it when they have prototypes they only had the uh they only had like two classes this week and penske mm-hmm. wasn't one because i know montoya and castro nevis run the uh the prototypes i believe yeah and i like watching them race um oh but grant infinger was in the Grant Infinger was causing problems in that race. He was in the... IMSA, yeah. No was in IMSA. way. Yeah, I, they said Grant Infinger spins out, and I was like, okay, not really surprised there. And they were like, and he got a penalty for bumping into someone earlier in the race. I'm like, also not surprised truck, by that. Wait, truck series points leader Grant Infinger? That's what I said. That's Did I stutter? Interesting. I... Huh. 
I mean, I'm looking at. I'm, I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> That's not see true. That I, race I don't act. know why. No, I'm telling you, they they said Grant and Finger, and I looked at the like the standings. He was in eighth at the time when he spun out. So it 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 definitely it definitely happened. I'm not. I wouldn't just be blowing smoke up your ass right now if if I if I didn't think that would be happening. Grant and Finger. I'm looking. Okay, well, it just stuff. changed it to Grant Engineer, so we just we created a new Grant. <laughs> All right, end finger, end finger, end finger. Boy, howdy. There he is. Oh, wow. He's older than I thought he was. How old is he? 1985. He's that old. Hmm. 34. They don't have his stats on here. Dude, I'm telling you, there's no way. No, he was definitely in IMSA. It definitely said Grand Infinger. I wasn't dreaming. This was a weird dream was I this, had. Was this your second dream? No, it wasn't. I promise. IMSA Canada 2019. Um, IMSA scoring? Is that what I'm looking for? Yeah, probably. No. That's Toronto. They raced at Toronto for some reason. Kind of results. All right, hold on one second. I really just like now. I really need to know because they definitely. It oh was yeah, we're not we're not ending this podcast until one of us is confirmed, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, it was Grant Enfinger. All right, um, because he was in not he was in uh, what race is this? What race was this? Oh, so they raced on July seventh. So that race was a week old. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm on. I'm on the entry list. Wait, hold on. This isn't even correct. Hold I on. remember this the '77 a... car one because it won the same day as Justin Haley. Um, yeah, I'm looking at GTD. Is that it? I mean, it would make Dude, sense because trucks Andy Lally weren't in Daytona. Bell does this. I'm telling right. you, Grant Enfinger was in that race. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking looking. telling you. I'm looking. I'm looking too. I'm telling you, he was there. I'm not. I'm not lying about this. I, I, I'm just saying. I went through the entire list. No, I'm looking. I'm Did looking. Did not see a single Grand Empinger. This is ridiculous. I'm being. I'm being. I, I literally like NBC says like, yo, we're gonna fuck heavy with Anthony. I, I think. I think you. I think you got race. bamboozled. There's no way. There's no way. What there is the no Grand Empinger on this list. I hate this. No, there was definitely no. This no. 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 There was definitely a Grand Empinger. I don't know what to tell you, man. Stop! What the fuck? There's a Mario Farnbecker. Maybe you got that. I'm really getting upset now. Confused the world. Oh no! Oh no! Well, Anthony, it's been a it's been a fun time hosting this podcast. No, I'm you. telling you. Like but after okay. that, I don't know if I can come back. Oh God! I <laughs> I oh man! I'm telling you that it was. It was this track in, okay. Oh, Colin Braun won there last year. Fuck yeah, Colin Braun's still racing. I remember him. <laughs> Dude, I thought, I, 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 he was one of my favorite drivers when I was growing up. This is ridiculous. Okay, whatever. I'm, I'm telling you, it happened Yes, I watched it yesterday. And it wasn't like the prototypes. It was like, the, 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 it was a Chevy Camaro that won. Um, and he beat a Mustang. It was like their first win. I hate this. I'm really upset right now. 
It, whatever. I'm telling you Grant Enfinger was in it. I'm going to post it on Twitter when I find it, okay? I think God, you're not going to find it. it because it didn't exist, and you're just going to have to hold me Oh, my up. God. It wasn't a dream. Second dream, I promise. It was, all right, confirmed at least second dream, Grant Enfinger races him, so I hate that'll this. be the... Uh, make that make that the title of the podcast. All but the then people. why am I dreaming about the last 40 minutes of this race then? Why would I dream of 40 all, minutes all the, of All the people that are listening still right now, the title is going to be Grant and Finger to IMSA? Question mark. And no one's going to understand it until they get to here. So, <laughs> If you listen to the entire episode, you now understand why Grant and Grant and Finger is going to IMSA because I dreamt it apparently. When I didn't. I'm telling you it happened. I, dude, I don't know what to tell you. Oh my god, I've been bamboozled. I made a fool. That made a feels fool. like well, a fun way to end this episode. Yeah, I believe that's about that. I've had enough of being shown up on this podcast today. I have been Kevin, and I also have been right. I have been Anthony, and I've also been right about this. And uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at LTLN Podcast, where I will prove that Grant Enfinger was in the IMSA race. But until then, we will see you guys later. Love you guys. <laughs> Bye. set to make Imza debut at Sebring in 2018. So hold on one second. Hold the <laughs> fuck on one second. I'm telling you, this fucking happened. Okay. Other racing. In March 2019, Enfinger made his Michelin Pilot Challenge sports car. Um, Hold on one second. Where the fuck is this? Arca. No, this is not the statistics I'm looking for. Oh, it's IMSA IMPC. That's why we couldn't find it. Oh, on Racing Reference? No, it's um IMPC. There it is. It's a different class of racing. So that's why we couldn't find it on the IMSA website. That's fair. So it wasn't IMSA. It's like WeatherTech um, Sports Car Championship. Yep, that's it. It's a WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. So, yeah, that's why I couldn't find this shit. All right, so I'm going to 2019. Yeah, D- okay, so, yeah, it's the GTD. It was the GTD series. That's it. It was GTD. That's what I was looking for. Or GTLM? No.
I fuck this. This is stupid. Control F. Grant. Stop control Fing everything. Grant. Oh, nothing popped up, huh? Wow. Okay. Let me Dang. see if I type it in finger. Huh? Driver nothing, portal. Nothing else. Oh, I can apply right now to be uh, a driver. <laughs> Do you want me to sign up? Do it. Send it. Dude, I'm going to sign up. I'll be like, yeah, I, I, I want a couple of Forza. Yeah, I hope controller. I have some. Like, basically, a professional. Basically, I'm only going to do three laps and quit. So if y'all don't mind. <laughs> y'all just want to pay me and then call it a day. That's cool. Also, sponsor the podcast. Touch. Okay, Grant Enfinger and Ben Rhodes compete. In uh, IMSA IMPC race. Yeah, here it is. In hopes of getting some extra track time in preparation for the call Chevrolet or she- Chevrolet Silverado 250 truck race in August, Thor Sport Racing took to the track and competing in an IMSA IMPC race this weekend at Bowmanville. Get fucked. So <laughs> it's not IMSA. It's IMSA IMPC. Okay, but it's not IMSA, the series that you said it was. <laughs> Grant Grant Enfinger and Ben Rhodes had a couple of practices Friday. Okay, I'm sending you the link right now. Okay, I appreciate it. Fucked, I was correct. No, fuck you, you were wrong. <laughs> no, I was correct. No, no, I don't care. You're not even right on technicality. You just straight up didn't get the series right. I was correct, and you are an idiot. Time, twice a day. If you don't work, you get no pay. I've been to the west, where the girls are like most are the ones undressed. Well, hello, Adam, where you been? Said, stand inside, cause I'm a feeling me. I had a gun full of you, and I'm a feeling bad. But you're an ugly old pirate, and ain't I glad? He said, Captain. I said, what? He said, Captain. I said, what? He said, Captain. I said, what? He said, Captain. I said, what you want? He said, Captain. He said, what? He said, I was correct, and you are an idiot.